the everyman the everyman podcast vibrato 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 podcasto yeah yeah the, the everyman a podcasto the podcasto <laughs> big dog daryl campbell how you doing my brother man blessed highly favored always man Consistent. missing you my bro Hey, you know, like always. Won't be long, my dog. I'm sure you'll Hell be, yeah, dude. Be here before not. You know, it's it's funny. It's uh as we record this, it is two twenty two twenty three, which is a fun mm. fun little date there. Mm-hmm. Uh but it was fucking eighty five degrees yesterday here. Are you serious, man? Yeah. Really? And then and then it was uh driving into work this morning at five forty five, it was what I could only describe as a Lord of the Rings esque lightning storm. Are you serious? Awesome? Or like just like terrifying. I mean everybody's wow. still doing a hundred miles an hour and there's course. three feet of water on the highway and Wow. You know, and the lightning the lightning in Texas dude like <laughs> any any flipped over cars like the snowstorms you guys just had? Like not today. Jesus. Uh but dude, the lightning in Texas is startling. It's like Wow. You that you can't it's almost like you can't even call it lightning on the east coast like that's just mm-hmm. like weird yeah like somebody turning the lights on and off a little bit weird like skylight. this is like it 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 literally looks like it's coming from god and it is huge. wow and it just it the thunder i mean i don't know why i have no idea why somebody listening to this probably knows why texas mm-hmm. has more lightning and thunder. i haven't gotten that deep in my understanding of the great state of texas yet but boy let me tell you, it is fucked up. And then, wow. And it's like fucking 50 degrees and rain and hailing and lightning and thundering and <laughs> fucking cracks in the earth are opening up. And then, wow. and then by 10 o'clock, it's like 78 degrees and sunny. It's beautiful. We're back. We're back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah. And it, and it kind of feels like, because we got that one week where we had that polar vortex that hit yeah. the whole country. Yeah. Where it was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's this cold. Mm-hmm. That was it, and then it kind of feels like, oh shit, we're at the end of February. It's summer. Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah. summertime. Yeah. And, and like yesterday, dude, I'm like, I'm out back. I'm I'm cooking steaks on the on the griddle, the blacktop. Shout out to the Blackstone. Yeah. And it's like, it feels like early May in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but then I look up at the trees and they're all dead. And it's like, it's a weird thing to be so nice and warm and beautiful. The birds are chirping, but everything is like dead around you. Yeah. It's, uh, Texas is a, is a wild beast as, a, as we're coming up on our full calendar year, our first year in Texas. Um, it's, uh, just, I, I never did just, it doesn't, I'm continuously surprised at, at the things I see. For example, Monday night. Uh, we have this expressway system here. It's very confusing where there's like a, an express lane in the middle. That's like a private toll road. There's like a private toll authority, North Mm. Texas toll association that operates independently of, you know, it's the the Texas department of transportation and it's a private road, but it gets you, Mm. but it's on the highway. It's weird. And like in the middle, like a middle lane in the middle and wow, separate entrance and like, it can it, it the the price of how much it costs to drive the expressway based on how much traffic there is. 
So like if there's no traffic, you can do literally a hundred miles an hour in the middle lane. No one's there. There's no cops, nothing. And it will get you home. I can get home from Capel in 20 minutes. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. Or, or, or. You can take the fucking regular old dumb highway and it take you anywhere between, you know, 45 minutes if you're lucky and fucking five hours if, if the Lord hates you. And <laughs> Jesus. And the sign usually tells you the price and usually it's like 2250. You know? mm-hmm. So like I don't take that every day just if I need to rush home or I'm just about to fall asleep at the wheel because I've been up for 12 hours and working on right. my feet. Right. I noticed it says closed and I'm thinking, well, that can't be good. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on there? It's going to be a long night. Well, right. What the fuck was going on there, my friend? was a tractor trailer that had caught fire, had some sort of lithium batteries in the back. And this fucking thing, by the time I got to it, it was the only way you could tell it was once a tractor was like all the, the tires were gone. The whole frame, the body, the frame was gone. It was just that Jesus. the platform and the engine block. And then, wow. like, and then like the, the, the 53 foot dry van trailer, it was like a standard, what you would call a 53 mm-hmm. footer, you know, um, dry van. I'm using my trucker lingo. Yeah. It, uh, it, nothing, nothing left. Just fucking, wow. just, just dirt, just <laughs> sediments. Wow. Took me fucking two and a half hours to get home on Monday night. It's crazy. It crazy. And I just want to say a lot of, I saw, I saw something that in the last two years, something like 500,000 people have like left California and New York and New Jersey, like all the places people are escaping from. And right. I just say we're full now that I'm here. My family's here. Don't nobody else needs to come to Texas. If you, <laughs> if you do come to Texas, go elsewhere. Dallas, Fort Worth is fucking full. It was fine until I got, and then we got here. Now it's full. So yeah. Yeah. Um, do with yep. that, do with that what you will, but we have hit capacity. We have, we have hit, full capacity. Yeah. Now you just got back from, from the, from the bowl, mm. you know, the bowl, the bowl. Yeah. And, uh, how was your experience there? What, what was that all about? Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty magical. State farm stadium is, is beautiful. Um, that's no, not university of Phoenix anymore. I don't think so. No. How did, a, um, how did a alleged scam school Pull up enough coin to get na- naming rights on an NFL. Isn't that, in hindsight, that seemed a little weird. Like that it should does. Been, that should have been the first fucking giddy up that University of Phoenix, no good. They have enough cash to get stadium naming rights. Scam, school, money, anything can happen. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but the experience was great, man. Like, uh, I think I saw a meme, something about everybody was invited to Rihanna's baby shower. <laughs> That's kind of like what it felt like just because of the, uh, her performance, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that for a second. Cause I, yeah. th- I got a couple, a couple observations here. Now mm-hmm. this may be controversial, but I am not, it, cause there was a lot of like comparison to this individual for some reason. I mm. have never been, nor can I see me ever being a mm-hmm. fan of Beyonce. Okay. And I'm going to outline a couple of reasons why she perturbs me. Mm. Number one, I feel like just starting off, find one Beyonce song that you can actually sing along to. 
Okay. And I'm and she's a fuck. She is an incredibly talented vocalist. She's yep. Top tier singer. Okay. Great performer. But like her music is akin to being taken to a uh, a Catholic church that does their mass in Latin and sitting there and having <laughs> the choir sing to you in Latin. It's mm-hmm. not designed for you to sing with it. It's designed for you to be performed to in reverence. And then you just absorb it and you thank the deity and you buy a t-shirt on the way out. It's, mm-hmm. it's the complete opposite of what like my understanding of popular music would be, which is like broad stroke appeal everybody's included and like, mm-hmm. like uh for example how many fucking michael jackson songs can you say every one of them right how many right stevie yeah. Wonder songs aretha franklin uh yep. uh i don't know taylor swift even you know yep. like they are songs for you to sing mm-hmm. and enjoy miley cyrus party in the usa everybody knows that fucking right. song okay? right right beyonce gets up there and just like perform she sings at you yeah. In this yeah. beautiful tone, but it's unfollowable for Well, I then, think a lot of it has to do with like like people not even people, but singers like on that tier of Beyonce, they don't it's not like, hey, I'm a singer, it's like I'm a brand now. So like my brand needs to be kind of projected onto you and that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going home, type deal, you know? And then I find her dance moves to be extremely aggressive. Yeah, they're definitely aggressive. And There's it's like a lot in a of weird. It's like in a weird way where it takes me out of it. It's not even like I just I can't. I don't get. I don't get it. And it's, I find I, to, a, to a certain extent, I've always thought it was very. There's something to me like dancing. I get it. I a wedding. It's mood structure. Mm-hmm. You dance and you and you improvise. You, that makes sense to me. The whole like putting together a routine and coordinating and be like and five, six, seven, eight, huh, 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 like. That to me is like, and for those listening to this, I was doing a very serious series of yeah. motions akin to a, a lot of 90 degree angles. Yep. Uh, somebody guiding a jet. Bang, 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 Boom. bang, 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 bang. Sharp you know, corners. She's really like, mm, 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 mm. And everybody's like, oh, you just don't get it. She's a fierce woman. Listen, I have, I have nothing but respect for the fiercest of the fierce women. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, I don't fucking get it. I can't mm-hmm. understand it. I'm mm-hmm. out of the loop. I don't mm-hmm. see the broad appeal. And it's almost like mm-hmm. one of those things where like, what exactly did she do to get to this point where everybody, you mention her name and it's like, Oh my God, she's the greatest thing of all time. Oh my God. Oh my God, Beyonce. Oh my God, Queen B. Oh my God, Beyonce. <laughs> like it's, it's gotten so out of fucking control. It's like, do you, can you fucking name one? Like, Oh, all the single ladies. Okay. You know that one. Can you name another? Can you name another? Yeah. Negative. Yeah. Negative ghost Rider. Yeah. Comparatively. I can name you about five Destiny's Child songs like that. You know why? Because they're fucking songs that you can sing along to. Yep. I'm a survivor. Yep. Come on, jumping, jumping. Booty, yep. Bootylicious. Come on. Yep. Come on. Yep. Come on. Yep. I don't get Beyonce. So there's a lot of comparison between, oh, she's no Beyonce. Like when Rihanna got announced, like, oh, she's no Beyonce. And I'm thinking, like, well, fucking thank God. Dude, man, I can't, like, I, can't, like, I can't sit through another 30 minutes of forced Beyonce. I, 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 I promise you. Like, I when when they said Rihanna, I was like, holy shit, yeah, sign me up for that. And, and then, you know and what I mean? Then here's the thing. She comes out very casual. You know, she she, she, made, she seemed chill, very chill. Right? Yeah, The yeah. moment wasn't bigger. It seemed like she was just doing that or whatever. You watch or whatever. I don't give a shit. And, I again, 
I'm just not necessarily in the loop of what's wh- who sings what song, but I do hear mm-hmm. shit in passing, and I do you know I understand things. I'm like, oh man, I didn't realize I knew all these songs, and like, yeah. which for me, you know, I'm the fucking fringe football fan. Like that's what it's there for. The halftime show is supposed to like may not piss anybody off mm-hmm. and appeal to a broad spectrum of individuals. Mm-hmm. And, and immediately I thought, Hey, where's all the weird, uh, satanic, you know, occult imagery that they normally try to throw into every, <laughs> every large pop culture thing. Like we just saw at the Grammys and all that crazy bullshit. Um, I was like, Oh, this is lovely. This, this is like a nice, normal yeah. piece of entertainment that like, I'm not, concerned that my little nieces are watching this right now and there wasn't like any overly you know influenced and i guess you can say upticked aggressive dance moves it's just normal like i the 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 one thing that just kind of blew me away was like i don't i don't think i've ever seen someone kind of move a performance through the air on floating platforms going from one to the next. And it's like, I will say that was kind of cool to me. There was, there was one part and this is kind of just the way my humor works in this, at this point in my life where like, I I'm always just finding something weird in the background. It's kind of like that in street fighter, that guy, that girl that's clearly. Oh yeah. Jerking that that dude off. It's like, once you see it, you can't. There's, there's a part where I was thinking like, again, the idea of organized dance to me and as mm-hmm. someone who's, whose life goal was to be a paid drummer. It's like, what, what where do I have room to fucking mm-hmm. com- talk? Cause that's a, a, an absurd chase as well. But like this idea of like all these people who are like professional backup dancers yeah. and like thinking like, Oh, they've got resumes and like, for example, uh, we have a friend of the show I'm not going to mention, but they had dated a girl who was one of those dancers in the Super Bowl at one point. And uh, I remember being like, oh, yeah, like, let me st-. and it's like, oh, there, there she is right there. And you're like, oh, she's fucking booty girl number 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about all these guys have fucking masks on and shit. They're all dressed the same. And then right. there's one shot where she's she's coming down, right, in her red jumpsuit. And then the platforms are going up and there's these guys in these white outfits and they're laying on their back and they're just thrusting the air. Oh, I remember that. I remember that part. uh, Yeah. Fucking the air up a hundred. And then it's like, then they had a wide shot and I'm thinking like, well, this poor son of a bitch isn't even in, in the frame. And then it's like, imagine being that guy and be like, yeah, yeah. I was, Oh, I was, I was actually dancing in Rihanna's Super Bowl. Oh, no way, man. Which, Oh, Joey, that's so cool. Which, what, what were you doing? Were you like with yeah. her? Were you dancing with her? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I'm the guy fucking the air on the platform, a hundred feet above the stadium. Remember, that's mm-hmm. me right there on the left. That's me right there. I'm yeah. me fucking the air. Yep. And thinking how silly that would be to be like, yeah, I was one of the hip thrusters on the platform. Yeah. Platform and, Delta. And and the only way they can see you is from like the uh, top of the stadium slash camera that lasted. As 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 a, as a pan for like two seconds, yeah, point, if that point like nine seconds. Oh, that's me! Ah, oh, shit! You yeah. missed it. Uh, uh, you blink? Uh, yeah. You can't blink when you and see then, like, that shot. And then, like, like, hey, hey, mom, look at me! I made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, honey, I'm so glad! I'm so proud of you. Send me the video. I want to show your grandmother. Okay, here uh, you go. Uh, 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 wow! 
Wow, Johnny, wow, Johnny you really, uh, you really showing me something here. Yeah. Again, that's pretty tame in comparison to the uh, display that uh, Sam Smith put on at the Grammys recently. But it's funny. It's like they take a they take turns. It's like last year, let's get Jennifer. How Lopez. bad were the Grammys, man? I didn't get a chance to see those. Like, was it Darryl. was it great? Like, was it Daryl? I like I I honestly didn't get a chance to. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Is it? Oh man! Let me see if I could, because I'd love to get you a live reaction. Wow! On here. Um, sorry about that, folks. We get a quick mute there, and then, uh, yeah, this is this is stuff is really, this is really good stuff. You got that there? You, you getting a copy on that, Daryl? You see that? Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me check this out here. Oh, here, let me let me share my screen for you there. Share screen too. All right, there you go. So now it appears as though we have, um, huh? Yes, we have. Uh, a woman in a cage in the back with uh, in front of flames and a, uh, a circle of red garbed druid background dancers around the uh, individual. This, uh, this, this is, this is, yes. Yes. This is the Grammys. This is what's happened. This. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just a little bit of fire, a little bit of, a little bit of ca- women in cages and demons on top of the cages and and the fire and the crotch grabbing and the the penis twirling. It's all uh-huh. it's all very confusing uh, to an individual like myself who you start going down the rabbit hole of like occult symbolism and then mm-hmm. and then you learn some of these things and then you see them out in the open and you're like are you telling me this was just somebody's avant-garde creative direction that they were like, you know, it'd be really great is if we, if we get all these girls in red flowing robes and uh, organize them in a pentagram around another woman inside of a cage. And then we set it on fire. And then we, we, we simulate killing her in the cage and the song's called unholy. Wouldn't that just be grand? And it's like, I don't think that's that. I think there's like intentional shit going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, you've got some useful idiots that are like, like maybe uh, Sam Smith would be like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea, mate. Let's do that. Yeah, that'll be fire. That'll literally. be great. Literally, let's do that. Let's do that. Mm. Um, so I th- I was coming in. This, I was th- thinking that's what we were going to get. Rihanna, yep. classy. Congrats to her and her her pregnancy. Um, interesting little fun fact for everybody here. Uh, Rihanna really got off easy um she was like married to this world well not married she was like dating and almost married i think she has a kid with him this like international arms dealer who sells arms to every side of every conflict Mm. real real nice guy is that the billionaire guy yeah yeah the victim yeah that dude yeah yeah i mean who can you know who can blame her who who wants who doesn't want to date a billionaire but, yeah, but I yeah I remember he was kind of a tool, and, and they've done a good job of really like kind of 
covering that up on on the internet, but it's still mm-hmm. you can still find it. Um, she really, you know, she's with who, whichever future or whatever. Uh, offset. Offset. It's, no, it's not offset because that's card. That's card. I don't yeah. even fucking it's, know it's now. Honestly, fellow, I think it's future. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um. Either way, neither here nor there. Rihanna did a great job. The, the ASAP Rocky. That's who it is. it is. Yeah, we were we were close. Yep. Yep. We were close. Yep. Um. Interesting display. Uh, you know, they, they somehow miraculously were able to keep it all the way dialed to the end of the game. And, uh, you know, the chiefs, the chiefs win again, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can't do nothing about it. What are you going to do? And, uh, but that, that's nice that, you know, NFL season has come to a close. You get about uh, 45 minutes to uh, wipe your butt. And then, and then you're at combine. Yep. And then you're at the combine, <laughs> which by the way, they're really trying to get rid of the combine. Like there's like a, growing contingent of players that are like no nah, i'm not doing the combine and i think um they might because like in hindsight it's kind of crazy it's like you're just opening yourself up to make to it's really it's almost seems like from an outsider's perspective the whole design of the thing is to make is to lower your value so like this is what we think you're worth and we're going to get all these asinine measurements and use them to say you're worth less or more, depending on how well you do. But that's pretty rare. Yeah, pretty rare. Yeah. Especially now with the 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 contract slotting, like the way that it works. Yeah. Like if you you get what you get. Well, it, like your to your point, the key word is less because if you if one guy shows up does better than another guy who doesn't do anything, then it's like now that guy who was supposed to be his value drops. Or like, so, or like a, a Kenny Pickett type, where they're like, oh, but his hands are small. It's like. Can he fucking throw the ball or not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, we were we were talking about as we as we migrate off of football here, one last topic. Um, if you've uh, been on the Cosmic Canoe here with us for a while, you know that uh, we were blessed to be invited to cover XFL 2020. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because, like, that – that day that the league folded where like you and I, so basically to rewind me and my boy, Joe, uh, best man in my wedding. We went to the first game of the XFL guardians and we're sitting up in the press box at MetLife stadium. We've got all access passes all over the stadium. We're, we're, we're in the fucking locker room of the giants. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, mm-hmm. and he's a big giants fan. It's like fucking wow. We, sh- what are we doing here? Yeah. We're on the field. We're doing it all. Greg, we fucking meet Greg Olson. He's up there eating chicken wings. You know, he's fucking hanging out for the Fox broadcast. We get to our seats, and it says the Everyman podcast has our names on it. Very cool moment for myself here. And I turn and look to Joe. I said, you know, Joe, we can say that if anything crazy happens, we were here. Yeah. Little did I know, two weeks later, the whole fucking world was going to end, and you and I, me, you, and Joe, we're going to go to that game on that Saturday mm-hmm. and it was Thursday morning and things are starting to shut down like mm-hmm. the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I remember being at my old desk, uh, my, my, at my job there before I got moved around a little bit and I'm reading an email from my media contact from the guardians and I sent him an email like nine o'clock and it was like, yep, as far as I know, 
we're still on. We'll see you guys then. And looking forward to you. I got a couple pins for you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We'll see you then. Thanks. Thanks for checking in. By like one o'clock. Like, and like we were still, and I mean, we, we were like, should we not go? Is this unsafe yes. to go? And we're like, no. And then you, you and I were like, no, we're going to go. Like, fuck this. We're going. Yeah. I'll see you there. And then, and then by one o'clock, it's like the XFL has ceased all operations and they are not paying their creditors and they're, and it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. oh that, that happened very quickly. And, it's, very. and and we, we were there for like the most exciting three weeks of football. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then big Dwayne Johnson with his big, big Dwayne self, yeah. uh, scoops up the XFL from Vince shout out to the great Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. With his with his ex wife Danny Garcia, word and who's who's the chairwoman of a f- professional football league with no football. Experience. I don't know whatever it is. Whatever, however yep. that shakes out, she ends up owning the team more than Dwayne, and Dwayne is more like the figure. I don't know who owns what. Then they're like, okay, we're gonna come back. It'll be twenty twenty three, and that was like twenty twenty one, twenty two. You're like, yeah, fucking twenty three. I'll be hopefully I'll be alive then. Mm-hmm. And then here we are, spring of twenty twenty three. XFL is back, and not only is the XFL back, but they got three teams in the great state of Texas. And not only is the XFL back, but you know what? You know the kind of guy I am. I will ask anybody. Yes, you do. For anything. And I found a few contacts online, sent a few emails. 20 minutes later, hey, you name them, we'll send them for your show, and uh, let's coordinate and get you to a game. So the XFL uh, and the Everman podcast back together. Uh, I think we would be one of the very few media back. media entities to cover uh, both iterations of the return of the XFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some some good action this weekend. It was different than XFL twenty twenty. Um, they still are pushing inventive ways with the rules. The one point, two point, three point, some different clock stopping rules and the football was much better than the beginning of the XFL last time. Like they looked much more dialed in, you know, focused. They, they seem to have a game plan and they've got some like really serious talent on the coaching staffs. Like there are guys that are either NFL hall of famers or soon to be hall of famers, pro bowl guys, Bob Stoops is a coach of the of the Army mm-hmm. team. You got Rod Woodson, NFL Hall of Famer, one of all all time greatest cornerbacks. Uh, and then and then he switches to safety, and he's a fucking dog there too. Um, he's he's a head coach of the San Antonio team. Um, and then my boy Heinz Ward, you know, he's in there too. And uh, and and he, I'm sorry, Rod is is Houston, Heinz is San Antonio, and then Bob Stoops in Arlington. So Arlington's right in my backyard. Heck uh, so, yeah! So in a couple of weeks here, we're, we're going to be uh, getting some some cool shit going with the XFL. Going to have some cool some player interviews, and uh, we got a little wish list going, and and I'm looking forward to it. So really excited! Yeah. And, and also looking forward uh, next week, our boy Dusty Waring from Between the Barry to Me is is going to be uh, returning to the Everyman, and um, he's got some cool cool stuff to share with us there. I'm looking forward to that. We got you know a lot going on, and and dude, you know one of the things that I was very excited about moving to Texas was kind of reset some of my hobbies and, and get involved in some new shit. And, you know, we've talked about it, my, my journey of, uh, you know, uh, basically anti 
anti-gun person who didn't understand why anybody would need a gun, let alone many guns, to my experiences uh, throughout COVID and then after COVID um, changed my changed me to my core and then getting involved in barbecuing and enjoying that passion a lot to the point where I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to become a hunter and I'm going to learn how to hunt. I'm going to get really good at shooting. I'm going to do all the research and I'm going to go out. And my goal was within the first year, I wanted to try to provide 50% of the meat that, that we eat here with these two fucking hands. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm telling you what, it, it took me a little bit longer than I thought it would take me, but still within the first calendar year, I'm going for my first hunt this weekend, mm-hmm. going for a hog hunt. And uh, let me tell you something. I am taking to the ways of the hog much like I take to everything else, which is mm-hmm. intensely focused, deeply distracted by it and uh obsessed with it and i haven't even set foot uh you know out in the country yet but this weekend going on a hog hunt and uh next week we're gonna we're gonna do a nice recap podcast and nice and bro like i mean we're getting down to the to the because you know if there's anything i love it's fucking the granular aspects of a technique and you know i'm learning i'm learning all about how to mentally prime yourself with, with sharpshooting, you know, how to this closed loop philosophy versus an open loop philosophy. And an example of this, this is something really cool that I just learned about how your body, your brain uh, wants you to do things. And there's certain things you do that are open loop where it's, you know, you have to think about and like, like this conversation. I'm not just reciting something. I'm listening. You say something. I say something back. It's an open process. Mm-hmm. Closed loop process is like something that you're doing that you're rehearsing so much that when you prime yourself to do it, you click into this loop of action. Right. And, and I listening to this, this guy who developed this shot IQ philosophy and it's like when I'm when I would start a song with the band, I would always count it in the same way, and I do it with this podcast, where you know, every time you and I are recording, I'm like, all right, you ready? And like, yep. I'm like, all right, and then I do my thing. I'm not going to share mm-hmm. what the podcast thing is, but like for drumming, it would be you know, one, two, one, two, three, four, go. And when I'm my brain picks up that one, two, one, two, three, four. By the time that snap happens, I'm no longer live processing. I'm in full on muscle memory mode and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going and I'm not necessarily listening. I'm, I'm just fucking flowing. And mm-hmm. it's the same way, like on the, on the basketball field or on the basketball court, when you got a guy doing free throws, you know, he bounces twice, spins the ball, wiggles his butt, fingers his, his lips or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, sh- you know, and then, whew, go you know you you got to make the blueprint of what you're gonna like the perfect shot make your blueprint execute on it 
And it's like, mm-hmm. and now I'm doing all this, these techniques at the range where it's like, I'm talking to myself. I'm, I'm telling myself like, okay, here we go. <sighs> Deep breath. I'm looking at my target. What am I looking at? I'm looking through the window. And I'm looking at my target and I'm thinking about as I'm starting to pull the trigger, you're not just banging the trigger. So I'm starting to pull the trigger. I'm asking myself, can I stop this if I wanted to? Meaning, am I going slow enough that I could stop pulling this trigger? Mm-hmm. And if you are, that's a good step. What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about hitting the target. Okay. What's in front of me? What am I saying? All these things. And you go through your process. And then the aiming is the smallest part of the equation. It's all the other things. Because what you have to do, this is the thing that's so crazy about firearms. When you really boil it down, and you had this experience when I took you to the range. Mm-hmm. When you get st- starting to think about it on like this weird ethereal level you are controlling an explosion in the palm of your hands mm-hmm. you are sending a, a, a hardened metal object 3300 feet per second downrange and you are the one doing it with something in your hand and like there's nothing else in the world that you can do where you're doing that and that it's like a sport and it's like as much as i go to the range i'm at the range every every saturday morning for at least two hours i have put thousands of rounds downrange this year to in preparation for this this hunt i mm-hmm. have read journals diaries hunting logs manuals field guides i've watched countless videos on how to field strip an animal i'm getting down to the point where like i learned how there's a way when you're field stripping a pig like you get the guts out and you got to if you got to hike it back you can use paracord you make a couple cuts on the animal and you basically loop the back legs through the front legs and tie them and you put your arm through one and you put your arm through the other and you pick it up and you got yourself a fucking hog backpack, mm-hmm. you know, like crazy shit like that. Or like taking a piece of wood and some paracord and making a sling and dragging that bitch out with you, you know, like all this shit I've, I've mm-hmm. just, and it just, overfilled my brain with all this knowledge and all the mm-hmm. practice and all the things I got down to the point dog where I've been using this fucking hunting scent neutralizer soap now where like it makes you smell like nothing. And it's funny. Like I got out the first time I used it, I got out of the shower. Both of the dogs were fucking like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What are you? Who are you? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, they didn't like, and they're like licking me, like trying to like get a scent on me. And, um, the shit works. It's, it's crazy. So like, you know, I'm, I'm studying, you know, I'm learning more about physics and math than I ever did in school because now I found something to practically apply it to. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a, it's a cool and stressful experience to be putting all this work and money and time into what's going to boil down to, I'm going to be sitting there, I'm going to be waiting mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have an opportunity. And what am I going to do when I have that opportunity? Am I going to flinch? Am I gonna am I gonna be able to pull that trigger? I don't Focus know. Focus or fold. I don't know. And knowing and, and I say I don't know, but you know me, bro. Locked I, in. I'm locked in. I'm ready to go. And uh, I, I can't wait for it. And I think it's gonna um open up a whole new avenue of my understanding of nature and it's gonna be a cool experience to go out, track something down, take it home with me. And then feed my family. Like that's really fun. Heck yeah. Like it doesn't get much better Heck than that, yeah. in my opinion. 
Um, Heck yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about it. And then, you know, take videos, man. Oh dude, the whole thing's going to be, I got the drone going. Everything's going to be documented. Nice. We got the documents folks, but uh, it's going to be, it's going to be great, man. I'm really excited. And you know, I can understand, you know, some of our listeners may not be um, down with hunting or what, but listen, how many fucking times have you gone to Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or TGI Fridays or wherever the hell you go and mm-hmm. you've had that guilt-free, no-impact meal. You've been eating it, you know where it comes from, and you had no hand in getting it. And we mm-hmm. all do it. We all fucking do it. And I'm just trying to not like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm hunting now. I'm just trying to do a little bit of my part of having my hand in the supply chain. You know, Heck yeah, and, heck yeah. And, 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 and given that, and the other thing that's very, that I'm taking very serious is like I'm, I'm understanding like the, the ethics of a hunter and what it means to be a hunter and the most important thing you know ultimately is you know hunter safety obviously yourself your other your fellows in the field uh but you're you are obligated to take an ethical shot and to hone your craft so that you can harvest that animal in the most humane, ethical way possible. And like when you start learning about factory farming and like all you got to do, you want to, if you want to get sick and turn into a vegetarian for two years, like I did a couple moons ago, uh, go watch food Inc. Go see, how, uh, go see what the pigs that become a McRib or the pigs that are in your sweet and sour pork, go see what happens to them. And then tell me you're cool with, you're cooler with that than me training practicing, researching, going out, stalking, waiting, and getting that perfect opportunity and taking one shot and it's done. What's a better what's a better life for that pig? I don't know. This guy's been, this guy's been running around the great state of Texas eating acorns and fucking mushrooms and now he's dead. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I'm gonna make some uh, bacon out of it. Yep. Nothing nothing you can nothing you can do about that. I, uh, it's definitely opened my eyes and it's, it's, you know, something I'm really looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to sharing that experience with the every man and the every woman and you and seeing, seeing how it all goes. Hell yeah. And I have a feeling next time you come out here, I'm going to be dragging you on a hog hunt, brother. And I'm going to have a feeling that I'll be making myself a uh, hog backpack. That's right. Yeah. dude. Yeah. You, you, you don't even need a hog backpack. You just throw it on your shoulder. You fucking <laughs> it's like giant of a fucking Paul Bunyan yeah. <laughs> right yeah. there. Yeah. I love it, man. So, um, Everybody have a safe and uh, wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week with a couple of cool podcasts coming up here. Cool guests, big things down the bend, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Later.